And welcome back to episode 125 of the Weekly Tech Rant with me, Jay. And me, Carl. We are back after a week's, what's the word, hiatus. That's the right word, isn't it? Yep. Hiatus. We have been on hiatus. Uh, it to... two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> shh, shh. Um, yes, apologies for the break in our regular schedule programming. Uh, we unfortunately had an issue where work, travel, life just absolutely got in the way, didn't it, to create the perfect yep. storm where we couldn't get something recorded. Um, and then on top of that, we had internet issues. I won't say who. Um, <laughs> but uh, yes, that then held us up a little bit longer. So we are back for the usual schedule programming of the Weekly Tech Grant. And we have got a mix of stories for you this week. We're going to talk quite a bit about uh, chat GPT, or particularly Bing chat, as it's probably being re- re- rechristened. We're going to talk Broadcom, GoDaddy, FBI, Infineon. Uh, we're going to talk Meta this week, not necessarily Twitter. Um, and we've got a couple of stories on Apple as well. The Tech Grant rumor mill will be back very soon. It's having a well-deserved break. Um, but we will be back with that very soon. So then, Carl, let's kick off the first story of the week, which is Meta. It is indeed. Uh, yeah. So we had Twitter blue, didn't we? We Get did. Blue check mark. Pay your money. It's not really verified, but pay anyway, and we'll pretend you're verified. Uh, well, Meta has decided to launch their own blue check mark subscription. Uh, it covers Facebook and Instagram, doesn't it? Um, it's a bit more pricey. It's eleven ninety nine a month, uh, but only if you don't buy it on iOS. If you buy it on iOS, it's fourteen ninety nine a month. Expensive, but uh, that that gives you an actual verified that they do want to see your government ID, your passport, whatever to be able to sign up for. So you can be properly verified uh, allegedly. Though I'm not sure I'm comfortable handing over my passport to Meta. Really? Or why? What? I don't know. I don't know what. What worries you about that? <laughs> I'm not so much worried about the security part of it. I'm just worried about them mining me even more. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. It, this was going to happen, wasn't it? You know, these, yeah. this verification. And to a degree, if we take away, let's take away the privacy issues. Let's take away metadata. Data. I think this is only a good idea because verification of certain accounts is really important, especially with anybody that is, I guess, in the public eye, anybody that, you know, uh, has a presence that, you know, could be scammed or or impersonated. Definitely, this is an an, an important, um, important state. And I think I I thought I correct me if I'm wrong. I thought Instagram had something like this already. Um, No idea. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it didn't then. Um, But, you know, so eleven ninety nine. So I guess I, I do like that. You know, as you say, that tax, the iOS tax, is definitely there, isn't it? You know, there's yeah. no no getting away from that whatsoever. Um, and before you, and also you would never been able to have done that before, would you? You wouldn't be no. able to buy it on the web and hand, use an iOS because it just would not. Well, work. you could, but you couldn't advertise the fact. No, oh, no, oh. it was all a bit of a loophole, wasn't it? But an Apple are cracking yep. down on that. So, do we have any stats yet on whether or not you know how many people? Sign up this because the Twitter blue check mark one isn't not as doing many so people. Well. No, it's not doing so less than three hundred k, isn't it? Well, and that's and that's the new version, isn't it? Rather than yeah. the, the 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 original. Those one. are paying customers, yeah. Uh, paying as opposed customers to the people right. that had it taken away, then given back to them, and then maybe taken away, but still aren't paying. We're not entirely sure. <laughs> These are under three hundred k or two hundred ninety thousand people actually actively subscribing to this to Twitter. Now we don't know on Meta. It's only just launched in. Uh, Australia, New Zealand, I, I believe, and more countries coming soon. Um, but Oddie, you mentioned Twitter actually. Uh, 
I know I don't we've spoken about this, but did you see that Twitter have limited SMS two-factor authentication to Twitter Blue subscribers? We did. We forgot to mention that. Yes, that's right. Isn't it? So basically, mm-hmm. unless you pay the money, they are not going to ensure that your account is working with TFA, isn't it? But it well, they've worded it oddly. It's only the SMS part. You can use, still use normal two-factor authentication, which would actually recommend and not use SMS because it's not as secure. Um, but I, I presume that's uh, Elon covering the cost of SMS, though. <laughs> well, really it costs that much. It's like not point not 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 one SMS message. So Elon type one Musk, you know. Yeah. Uh, just yeah, plan it outright. Just get rid of SMS and just force them to move to proper two factor authentication. Yeah, proper authentication. Either use YubiKeys or or whatever, or use the two, you know the uh, the Authenticator style app. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's plenty of options. Definitely. So this Instagram one then, so with it, if you pay your money then, you apparently, I did have a read of this, and you get some stuff, don't you, with it? So you get, uh, what's it, exclusive stickers for stories and reels. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm not entirely sure what that actually means. Um, no, you, also get, you also get 100 free stars a month. I, I, oh, oh, apparently, so that apparently is some kind of digital currency that you can give to creators on Facebook now. Right, uh, okay. Again. You've lost me already. I mean, this is the Facebook coin, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but interestingly, I don't know if you spotted this that you can't, if you're a business, you cannot apply for a verified budget. I was going to say, what's the plan with business? All right. So you can't apply if you're a business yet because there's going to be more money to be rinsed out of you. Yeah. And if you, and if you do this, you can't change your profile name, username, birthday, or profile photo unless you get re verified. Huh. So I guess I, in some I can understand the names and all that, but your photo? What if you just want to update your photo? Well, I mean, like you know, you've had some plastic surgery. You want to, you know, dyed your hair. I don't know. And we're talking about Instagram and Facebook. This is all about people, uh, about how you appear to people, isn't it? A lot of it is vanity stuff. Oh God, yeah. So people want to update their photos. Uh, uh, yeah, but you can't without being really verified. Uh, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, Very much. <laughs> I, I tell you what, though, I wouldn't want to be signing up for this. So in um, in New Zealand, uh, the cost of it is a uh, you know twenty nine twenty nine ninety nine New Zealand dollars on the mobile or twenty three ninety nine oh. New Zealand dollars on the web. Now, I'll be honest with you, um, I'm going to do a quick uh, quick New Zealand dollar to GBP. Uh, okay, so one New Zealand dollar is uh, equivalent of fifty one pence or pounds, half a pound. So 29 of them. Actually, okay, that's not too bad. The 29 New Zealand dollars works out at roughly 15 pounds. Okay, all right, not too bad, but but not 15 um, American dollars though. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, like, like I said, I stick with my statement. This is only a good thing to get people verified properly, um, especially as I say, anybody that is in that public eye, you know, who wants to ensure, I guess, a brand or not a business, but yeah. a brand or, you know, especially these creators, what they call, oh, influencers. That's the word, isn't that's it? That's the one. Influencers. Uh, but yes, like you, I have some serious concerns over, over my data and uh, these, this particular company of Meta, but yeah. There, yeah. there we go. There we go. It's gone from getting it for free to now paying for them to mine you. <laughs> yeah, pay for the pleasure. You're the product and you're paying to be the product. <laughs> oh how uh, how uh, how we've swapped into what's it uh, inception isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah still trying to work that one out oh dear oh in a completely different part of the world uh, over in germany then yeah uh, the uh, the german government's trying to get into the old chip game isn't it and uh, offer out oh. some, some 
of subsidies yeah. that's the word isn't it they have indeed yeah uh, infineon uh, have announced they're uh, building a new fab outside dresden in obviously germany uh to the tune of five billion euros uh expect builds expected to begin later this year should be online by 2026 but it's not cutting edge tech uh, no, it's going to produce cool. analog and mixed signal technologies uh, and power semiconductors using ready for this 300 nanome- uh, nanometer chips uh, so semiconductors used in basically automotive industrial power applications. So not your cutting edge stuff, just the, the volume stuff that does the boring every day, you know, but we need to run. So, yeah, be interesting. Uh, you might finally be able to order a car and actually get the stuff you've ordered. <laughs> Definitely, this is more, in, like you say, more industrial infrastructure stuff, isn't it? As yeah. opposed to the high-end superfabs it is, yeah. uh, that are going. Um so apparently, apparently that's due to start work this year, isn't it? Yeah, um, it is. Yeah, this year, online by twenty twenty six, and apparently going to employ around a thousand people uh, within the region. So again, you know, some good jobs going here, high skilled jobs, no yep. doubt. Um, but you know, certainly, I'm sure getting there, you're getting a, you know these kind of high tech companies in place is only a really good thing. Um, but actually, so Intel, this is this is interesting because actually, remember last year, Intel made announcements in there about what they were calling a mega fab in uh, Magdeburg. Um, yep. And they also, they also picked up nearly 7 billion, 7 billion euro in subsidies from the government. Um, but we've not seen anything. We've not seen anything. Have we from that? No, There's... they've kind of gone quiet Intel on that, haven't they? Um, and I imagine some of it's that, did you see the, was it the update to the, the CHIP Act? Is it in America? That's the one where the US government are funding a lot of. Oh, I know, go, I know we go. I know we go with this guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so if you sign here, though, you can't do any expansion in China to get your money. No. You expand no, in China, no. we don't give you the money. So I bet a lot of fab companies have gone, huh? Yeah, that's put a spanner in the works. <laughs> yeah, that was very much a. Oh, hang on a minute. <laughs> Um, I also saw something the other day that said that that the part of the Chips Act as well. There was another provision in there, which again I think this is a good one. They have to um, they have to build either on I think it was on site childcare. Yes, they do. Yeah, yep. Um, so to get people back to work, you know, uh, parents, you know, uh, back in that they can have you know affordable childcare as part of their their employment. I actually, I thought, you know what, that's actually quite a smart thing, you know, to kind of say, well, actually, you know. We'll help you. You want you want people here. You're going to have to help the workforce, aren't you? Yeah, of course, makes sense. So I was I was thinking that's definitely a definitely a, the way to do it. Um. So yes, Intel. Uh, sorry, uh, Infineon then building brand new fab yep. in Germany, and we've got Intel who are thinking about still building a fab in Germany, Maybe, possibly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, so I did see though. I think that Intel one just a kind of closing point on that. Uh. That. Intel is saying that that site now is going to be closer to 20 billion euro in actual funding they're going to need wow. to build it. Yeah. Yes, they've revised their plan, haven't they? And want more money out of uh, German government. Yeah, basically around obviously inflation. Well, we're all we're all impacted with inflation uh, yep. and rising fuel costs. Yeah, tell us about it. Tell us yeah, about yeah. it. Okay, then where do we go from here then? Well, uh, there's been a number of breaches again this month. Uh, we're going to start with the FBI of all people. So they've been hacked again. Uh, though they're quite hush-hush. They say they've contained a recent cybersecurity incident in its network. No comment on who it was or what actually happened, though. though some sources are, are kind of claiming that uh, intruders targeted the system used to investigate child sexual abuse materials, so the CSAM stuff. Mm. And it involved their high-profile New York field office. Uh 
but literally that's pretty much all we have at the moment uh but i mean it wasn't long ago they had what they had their email service hacked, didn't they and thousands of messages were sent uh falsely claiming recipients were victims of data breaches themselves please click here and fill in all your information yeah this is an interesting one and you're right we can't we can't speculate here because because obviously, like she said there, there aren't the facts are not overly clear. No. What will she say? You know exactly what it says on the tin here. You know they've admitted there was a cyber incident. They don't say whether it was a breach, a hack, or an insider threat, um, and it was contained. But it is quite concerning yeah. that, as you say, it's on uh, the systems they use for CSAM. Um, yeah. You know, again, not going to speculate what it could be, but you know. You hope that whatever it is that they, you know, are going to, well, I guess the FBI doesn't need to address it uh, into the sense of, you know, what exactly happened, but it would be good to know if this was an external attack, potentially. Yep. Uh, or an inside well, job or. Yeah, of course. But yeah, I think you're right. Given mm. that, yeah, over just over, you know, back up it two years ago, that whole system they were sending out was uh, sending all those things. And the irony, of course, as you say, was that cybersecurity system. <laughs> You've been breached, have we? What? Where? The FBI says we have. Are you sure? No, no, no. It's it's the FBI that's been breached. Definitely from the FBI. <laughs> definitely from the yeah. FBI. You know, definitely a bit like that Nigerian prince that was offering me. You know, uh, <laughs> or, or uh, what was her name? The the head of the IMF the other week. You know, give me a oh, yeah. million dollars. You know, I, I tell you, they must be getting really upset that I don't take that money. <clears throat> yeah, they just keep forcing it on you. You're just not interested. You've obviously clearly got enough money as it is, Jay. Oh, I just don't need any more. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so I mean, it is worrying, obviously, when you know people like the FBI or these uh, institutes that get yeah. um, get hacked. Um, I wonder whether or not whether or not the um, the FBI is working with what's what's the agency? Isn't it? Isn't it the there's the cybersecurity infrastructure agency? Isn't there as well? So, uh, yes, there is another one specialising, isn't there? I thought, yeah, I was going to say there is the. Isn't it, I want to say it's the CISA agency. The that's it. America's Cyber Defense Agency, the Cyber Security yeah. Infrastructure Security Agency. Now, I hope the FBI is in touch with them. You don't know, though. Some of the, a lot of these federal agencies work very siloed. They do. They do work very siloed indeed. And that's the worry, isn't it? That actually, are they being contained? Is there cross-agency communication? Uh, you know, very, very concerning that, you know, like you say, it doesn't always happen, isn't it? Um, yeah. But uh, the CISA or CISA, uh, they you know they build themselves as America's cyber defense agency, right? Um, so you know, just just a little tip there, FBI. You know, yeah, um, pick up the phone, <laughs> pick up, yeah, pick up the phone, have a little chat. You know, yeah. Uh, but yeah, but no, I mean, like I say, no more information being coming out here. But no, yes, not at all. There, no. there has been uh, a incident of some description, a bit like the cyber incident with the UK's Royal Mail international arm which yes. turned out to be <laughs> which turned out to be a dose of lock bit um <laughs> that wasn't really an incident was it let's be honest no, no, no. <laughs> saying that we haven't had any more information about lock, but apart from that um initial dump of data there hasn't been any more on that has there? no no we haven't seen any update what's actually in it but uh yeah do you think there's been a little bit of cleaning going on oh maybe uh i I imagine we're going to hear some more soon. Uh, it's going to be. I mean, looking at some of the files there, it does sound a bit iffy. Well, basically, they gave up, didn't they? They were like, clearly, yeah. we're not going to get any money here. So right there, like yeah. a petulant dump child. We'll just dump the lot. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But as you say, it, that particular, you know, apart from the initial story, there hasn't been any, say, BBC News reports no, or other areas 
picking up on that, which is interesting. You know, in my mm. view, but well, the large news agencies are moving moving on to different stories, aren't they? Yeah, very rarely true. get a follow up. No, that's true. The 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 initial uh, flaw has gone, isn't it? From it. Well, talking about one breach then to another, GoDaddy has made an announcement to say, "Oh God, that they have suffered what, in their words, were a multi-year security compromise that allowed unknown bad actors to steal not only source code but also customer and employee login credentials information." And also, just to just to put a little bit of icing on that oh. lovely cake, uh. Basically poisoned the well and uh, allowed malware uh, to be installed um, and customer websites to be redirected to something dodgy, basically, wasn't it? So yeah, now, when you say announcement, you actually mean hidden in a SEC filing, yeah? Oh yes, that's the one. Yes, it wasn't you know, actually an announcement to their customers. <laughs> but they, they hid that in a sec filing. Uh, yeah, but, but yeah. That's that, the... <laughs> <laughs> so good on good on go daddy uh but yeah there were apparently free free security serious security events between 2020 and 2022 allegedly carried out by the same intruder um so they had what have we got so in december 2020 uh, no, sorry march 2020 login credentials that gave access to a small number of employee accounts and the hosting accounts of roughly 28,000 customers were hacked then going to september 2021 uh, the hackers obtained passwords that gave access to source code, as you mentioned, for GoDaddy's managed WordPress service. And they used this access to obtain login credentials for WordPress admin accounts, FTP accounts, email addresses for 1.2 million current uh, and inactive managed WordPress customers. Absolutely. And top off in 2022, they gained access to cPanel, uh, which is like an admin bit for creating yeah. websites or spinning up systems websites, basically. And they used that to install malware that intimately redirected random customer websites to malicious sites, as you mentioned. Um, they've not got a good track record either, have they? Oh, God, no. This this reads like the rap sheet from hell, doesn't it, really? It does. Well, back in 2019, uh, they misconfigured a domain name system, allowing hackers to hijack dozens of websites owned by Expedia, Yelp, Mozilla, and others. And again, they used them to publish a ransom note threatening to blow up buildings and schools. Great. Um, oh there was also DNS vulnerability exploit for the hackers. Uh, came to like three years earlier. Which sorry, that's what it used. It used a DNS vulnerability exploit from three years ago that GoDaddy hadn't patched. Well done. And there was also another one the same year that a uh, campaign that used hundreds of compromised GoDaddy customer accounts to create fifteen thousand websites, uh, publish spam, uh, promoting weight loss products and other goods. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah, and it goes on and on and on. I mean. I wouldn't host with GoDaddy or have anything to do with them. They, I mean, their statement says we take your security uh, seriously, but they don't. <laughs> Look, I mean, I just, I, I'm just gonna say, yeah. Whilst this is our own personal opinion, just to be very clear, yeah. we personally would not host any sites with GoDaddy. Um, and you know, perhaps if you were thinking about hosting websites, we should think seriously that there are other choices available on the market. <laughs> I mean, um, literally anything else. <laughs> I mean, the fact that they've had... I mean, this is... But but what I will say here, this is not, I'm not defending GoDaddy. This is a typical issue. The only way they have found out about this is because whoever was inside that network has done what they wanted and got what they wanted and, fed, and, and X-filled. <clears> this... Yeah. They have been whoever's done this has been in there far too long for them to be detected. Three years. This is, yeah, this is the only reason they've been compromised here is not because I bet they were still sniffing around. It's because they exited, um, 
<laughs> and left a note on the door as they left, yeah? Yeah, basically, because they, you'd have been caught. Within, within three years, You'd have somebody should have spotted this. Their security system should have spotted this. Their intrusion detection system, their behavior anywhere, you know, use behavioral analysis, anything should have detected this. It's terrible. It really is. But no, go, go daddy, though. They're saying they're a sophisticated threat actor group. Uh, I'm sure they are, but somebody somewhere in their sock should have spotted this. They should. I bet you somewhere buried in the probably billions of alerts that they've got in their sock, whatever yeah. tool they pay to use, somewhere there is something in there that could have given this away. I guarantee you. But probably yeah. either either due to lack of staff, due to lack of training, uh, probably I don't know, maybe overwhelmed resources. You name it. One of anything. I mean, there's always the other one. It was brought to light, and they chose to ignore it. I mean, that wouldn't be the first time this has happened. No, and given well, and also given, the, like you say, the history of this, uh, the you know the threat, the breaches they've had, you almost wonder whether they're like, oh my god, let's try and contain this. We've got to try and contain this, haven't we? Yeah. Um, but I mean, GoDaddy just seem to spend more money on advertisements, don't they? Because that's all you eat you know, the rubbish adverts oh, you see everywhere. Everywhere, aren't they? Um, than actually probably defending their the customers. I mean, it just is terrible. I mean. When you, I mean, especially when you look at, like, say, one of those historical ones, you know, where yeah. that the one threat actor giving them, you know, like I said, that managed WordPress site, um, you know, what's another one? Was it um, somebody uh, campaign that used, yeah. yeah, the C panel one? There was another one, wasn't it? In 2019, as you said, that 15,000 websites that promoted spam. I mean, my God, I mean, it just, yeah. it just is like, well, what's the word? Dumpster yeah. fire, isn't it? Some of them, they hadn't patched a three-year-old DNS vulnerability in their systems. Three right. years. Where's their patch management policy? Clearly, there is none. No, absolutely terrible. There are many other good choices on the web today. Um, it is, yeah, probably time that the customers should have a rethink about what it. Because I think, look, even if I was a customer here, I would be seriously concerned about this. Um, yeah. You know, to what extent has my data been compromised? To what extent but have I, I lost? Um... You know. Who are their customers, though? Are if they advertise on TV, are these just the uh, generic public who don't really know anything about security and probably wouldn't even be aware of this breach because it was in a SEC filing and they don't reason, I don't tech news sites to pick this up. So they probably have no idea this has even happened. Probably, you're probably right, but they're going to have to now because if they've had customer data breached, they're going to have to enact, They're going to have to inform their customers. <laughs> Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Um, I, you know, has old uh, Troy Hunt um, published this yet? I bet he hasn't. Yet. Uh, probably hasn't. No, probably hasn't, been, sure probably hasn't has. been. Probably hasn't been a dump yet. I suppose is it on it? But um, no, no, exactly. But yeah, there will be. There will. I guarantee. You. Maybe not this week. Maybe not next week. Maybe not next month. But there will be, won't there? So um, yeah, of course, it will come out. Oh, <laughs> need a strong drink after that, I tell you. <laughs> well, moving on slightly then. So Broadcom, uh, the Broadcom deal for acquisition of VMware yeah. um, has hit a bit of a, a stumbling block, hasn't it? So hmm. this was meant to yes. be all wrapped up by the 26th of May this year, 2023. Yes. Um, but due to, I guess, I'm going to say pretty much uh, us over here in the UK with the CMO and... Uh, CMA. CMA, sorry, not Chief Marketing Officer, the CMA, <laughs> uh, and the EU's uh, Commission, um, they have now extended this, haven't they, by 12 months to the 26th of May 2024. Um, no, 20, it's 20, until, yeah, to this year. It was meant to be wrapped up in 
oh, beginning of March, around now, wasn't it? No, no, they've, they've extended it, so it's meant to be wrapped up today. Oh, I thought it was meant to be wrapped up by the 26th of May. I thought they'd given them... Oh, have they given them 90 days? Okay, maybe I misunderstood it. I thought they'd extended it by a year. No, it says uh, this, uh, this puts a new outside date, the last day of the deal to be done, at May the 26th, 2023. Oh. Okay, I apologise. I misunderstood it. I... I thought they, I thought they gave them. Maybe I apologize. Maybe I get you now. Yeah. I because I thought initially that the announcement said that they wanted to extend the date of the plan merger yeah. to twenty twenty May twenty twenty four. Because, okay. but that was that that was that was back in, uh, back in um, oh, last month. I think it was that seventeenth of Feb. I saw something, um, and I think even even the Nasdaq were reporting it by twelve months. But maybe maybe they revised it, like you say. Maybe they maybe. have revised it. Um, but the reality, <laughs> but the bottom line is, it's not going ahead as planned. Is it? No, and their dates don't really work out. So the UK is expected to give us our CMO in the UK is expected to give their verdict by March twenty second. So this month, CMA. Uh, what? So CMA, yeah, CMA, whatever. <laughs> I've lost it now. You've got it in my head. <laughs> so 22nd of March uh, in the UK. Uh, now, the EU verdict isn't due to June the 7th. So why have they given this up only to 26th of May this year? Well, that's why I'm, That's why I think there's a misunderstanding. I did not check it. I even went to their own thing. It was like, the dates don't work out. No, so I read something as well. And again, just the, like I said, the, the long story short is that this deal is basically dragging Rocky. out of business. Um, I, I saw somewhere that Broadcom reckoned they, ex- they expected the deal now to close by October. Right. Um, okay. And that was, that was I, I read that on Reuters and I saw it on Register as well. And they, expect, they expected it to close um, by October. That was the deal. They wanted yeah. it all wrapped up by October. Um, but I just, you know, apparently a broad now a broadcom spokesman said it was common for acquisitions of this size to extend their deal deadline. Well, yeah. yes, uh, you know, looking at Microsoft as well here, um, it definitely could do. But I mean, I just this there's a lot of worry here, isn't it, from both uh, the UK and the EU that the that this is going to include a monopolization of the cloud market, yeah. you know, not the cloud service provider, but the virtualization. I don't think it is. I think given there is enough challenge now from the, the hyperscalers, you know, i.e. Amazon and Google and that, uh, there's also Nutanix. You've got, you know, Red Hat here. VMware, they're not, you know, VMware obviously are the largest player in that space, but they're not going to hoover everybody up, not going to hoover every customer up. In fact, I think, you know, they're probably, they're probably hemorrhaging customers, I'd say, given the fact of the, the licensing issues, aren't they? Yeah, well, 3Xing and 4Xing your current price, uh, that's going to make a lot of customers look elsewhere. Yeah, and you know, I think, and unofficially, I've seen some reports that state that they've lost up to two percent of the workforce as well. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of people there that, well, aren't there <laughs> anymore? Yeah, and I think you know, and just that statement again, just to be clear, not backing it up with hard fact, and backing it up through, uh, you know, as you said, antidotal knowledge of people that work at VMware who have moved on. Now, some of those people would have moved on anyway. Others, yeah. I think, have yeah. moved on um, because of the uncertainty. Um, with Broadcom and yeah. the concerns around what that's going to do to their their roles and their their jobs, um, but you know, yeah, it, it's not a comfortable place to be. I don't think um, at the moment. I would say it, there's a lot of concerns, isn't there? But Broadcom seem very bullish about it, though, don't they? They seem, you know, Hock Tan is making a lot of statements. You, you yeah. know, there's a lot of a lot of public positive press uh, releases coming out of Broadcom around this. But 
yeah we'll see we'll see we will see indeed it will see indeed so then let's talk about chat gpt or bing chat or whatever <laughs> what do we want to call well, it this week? was bound to happen wasn't it so yeah it's alleged that microsoft own talks with advertising agencies on how to slot ads into bing chat now uh they, they, kind of, they, they said they're, they anticipate the chatbot's more com, uh, conversational approach to delivering information will bring in more more users and in turn more advertisers uh so I think one place you might see ads is in links on the side, or maybe even slotted between your responses. Um, uh, or would, it, or or could it be when you ask it about something, yeah. it offers you a product. I think it could do. I mean, one of the things they said is they might be putting it in the uh, bit where it says about what the citations are, but I'm like no one's going to read that, so that's not really going to work, is it? No, no. It needs to be in your face. Well. I imagine it needs to be in your face. I don't want to see it in your face. Uh, I imagine it's going to be jarring, whatever it is. I, I think I think there are two places. I think initially you're right. It'll show up probably in line, you know, as in, let's yeah. just say, I don't know, a really innocuous, let's say, I'm, I've am asked ChatGPT, look, I've got these several ingredients. Can you help me make a recipe here, you know? Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden you've got a related item shows up in line. Or it might say, by the way, this product, X, would fit your needs i don't know i'm just yes that's the way i kind of visualize it but i'm not an appetizer um, no. and probably there are far more sophisticated approaches to it than that but... <laughs> yeah so they are thinking it was bound to come obviously because yeah when i played with it it's very different from a normal search there are no ads or anything like that it kind of strips all that away so it was bound to come at some point it was and i you know i've been playing i've had a play with it it is a bit weird um i've been doing more with um uh the chat gpt you know open ai yeah. version um which now is a lot more stable so thanks to the money pumped in with um microsoft uh there was a lot more uh, a lot more resources available for you to do it um <laughs> but i you know I, I it's interesting and that doesn't offer you ads of course and things like that but it is good fun now um the chat bing chat whatever you want to call it is also now available on the a the mobile app isn't it in on ios um and android oh is it i've not tried that yet yeah uh so you can now use it on that app you've got to be part of the uh what's it early access build isn't it you know um, oh yeah okay so to get in. early access build of well no, no 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 sorry sorry early access as in you know the preview of the chatbot oh, okay yeah so apparently that if you can also converse with it in skype okay yeah i'll just leave that there um, but talking about it, I guess in a related statement, though, uh, one of the things that we talked about early doors with this, wasn't it, that the Bing chat had a slight personality problem, didn't it? <laughs> some, um, some would say attitude. Some would say attitude. Some would say a little bit, what's the sassy, I think is the right term, yeah. isn't it? Um, and not, not to be it, confused with Secure Access Service Edge. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, it also then kind of kept saying it was it's been a good thing that was it, a good thing <laughs> yeah it was a good thing and um basically i wanted to end conversations wasn't it um microsoft yeah. seemed to have solved that problem haven't they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, yeah i think the word they used is lobotomized i think it was was it i think a lobotomize is, is the right approach um it, it is not living up to its previous incarnation. No, no, um, um, and is and is uh, yeah, it is 
a little bit more sedate in how it answers things now, which yeah. is a shame because I would have I would have loved to have got in on that early um, early <laughs> the craziness. But apparently they they've limited it to what fifty messages per day and five yeah. inputs per conversation because apparently the longer the conversation went on, the more unhinged being got. <laughs> It's like I can't take it anymore. I'm gonna have a <laughs> And it also won't it will no longer tell you how it feels or talk about itself. Um Yeah. <laughs> but I have heard they've started easing that now, those restrictions. So maybe they've got a handle on it. Definitely, definitely. Yes, definitely, uh, definitely lobotomized, definitely nerfed, and probably not as fun as it used to be, which is definitely a shame as well. Microsoft um, no, have said, though, you know, as a as a reminder, this is not a replacement or substitute for the search engine, rather a tool to better understand and make sense of the world. Oh come on! Yeah, <laughs> get the PR bluff out of there. Yeah, though I, I have to say, I, I am having fun with Chat uh, GPT. Yeah, uh, it is. It's good. Um, I uh, I've been having fun with it. It's been very it's been definitely interesting responses. I've got some. I've been asking it recipes. I was kind of curious. Um, I got it to a movie plot, didn't I? Do you remember the other day? Oh, you did, you yes, yeah, yeah. It was quite good. I mean, it, it lost itself in remembering where people were at the time, but it was yeah. fairly good. Yeah. So, I, uh, you know, uh, just to be clear, copyright me. Uh, I got it to create a movie script called uh, Titan: The Titan Mission Race, uh, which was. Uh, Quite an interesting little story, wasn't it? Um, yeah. It's uh, here we are, here we are. So this is uh, this was the uh, thing. It says write a movie plot for a sentient life form being found on Titan and NASA having to rebuild the shuttle to take astronauts to the ISS, where an experimental interstellar rocket has been built. However, the Chinese space agency are in a race with NASA to get to Titan and unlock the secrets. I mean, that's kind of B movie, isn't it? Amazon Prime yeah, job, definitely. Um, Anyway, long. I think one of the ones I gave, there was a couple of them, but basically here's a quick one. In the not-too-distant future, NASA has sent a mission to Saturn's moon Titan to investigate strange signals coming from the surface. After a perilous landing, the crew discovers a sentient life form, unlike anything they've seen before. As they attempt to communicate with it, they realise the creature is trying to warn them of danger lurking in the depths of space. <laughs> Meanwhile, back on Earth, tensions are rising between NASA and the Chinese Space Agency, who are also vying for the secrets of Titan. With time running out, NASA scrambles to rebuild their shuttle, which was damaged in a landing, so they can get their crew back to the International Space Station, where an experimental interstellar rocket has been built. As they make way back to Earth, the crew begins to piece together the warning from the Titan life form. It seems that a rogue planet hurtling through space is on a collision course with Earth. The only hope for humanity is to use the experimental interstellar rocket to travel to a new home in another galaxy. I mean, it got a little bit carried away there. Um, yeah. However, the Chinese are hot on their heels, determined to beat NASA to the discovery of a lifetime. The race is on to see who can get to the interstellar rocket first and save humanity from certain doom. As the two agents... <laughs> As the two wait for it, as the two agencies battle it out in space, the Titan life will watch us from afar, hoping humanity can come together and find a way to survive. In the end, it will take the combined efforts of both nations to save the planet and chart a new course for humanity's future. <laughs> Woo! Thank you. I was quite impressed. Then I asked, I got it, I got into a more story with it. So then I said to it, look, uh, Let's add in John Hamm as the head of NASA and Daniel Craig as the grizzled astronaut being brought out of retirement. So then it gave <laughs> then it then it gave me a little bit of a thing there. And then the final one, which I won't read, but basically I said create a movie script based on the film Abyss, but connect it with the film Independence Day. And that was the one, like you say, where it got a bit carried away, didn't it? Um, <laughs> Just a tad, yeah. <laughs> it got a bit carried away. It got a bit lost. Um, and then the problem is then I then went down a rabbit hole and basically tried to ask ChatGPT if it knew what the Turing test was and whether it thought it could pass it yeah uh, and it got rather upset with me 
Um, it kept telling me, it kept telling me that it's a language model. It kept telling me that it was a language model. Um, I'm a good chat GTP. <laughs> it would have been like yeah, it would have been like that, yeah. But yeah, no, lots of fun to be had there. Lots of fun indeed. So, uh, right then, let's move on to a couple of the final stories. Then, so we've got iPhone 14 Pros. You know, they're not cheap by anybody's standard, but they're certainly not worth $64,000, are they? Um, and probably won't be either in, in 16 years' time. No, no. Yeah, so uh, the uh, original iPhone, mint in box, sealed, uh, went for $63,356 uh, in a, an auction in the US by LCG Auctions. That, I think it was it, was it? Yeah. That's a lot of money. Uh, and I think the yeah, it was an odd one, wasn't it? The person who sold it received it as a gift. But back then, the iPhone was locked to, was it a Verizon? Uh, yes, I think it was. Because again, it was only on Verizon. So, yeah, I mean, it's basically they, they didn't want to move carrier, so just left it in their drawer. I know this is brilliant, isn't it? I mean, you, you bought this phone, like you say, you don't want to swap carriers, you don't want to change it from your other phone, so I'll just shove it somewhere. And you, 16 years later... Yeah. It's still in. Is, I think it was. Was it cellophane wrapped? Cellophane wrapped. Yeah, yeah. Not even opened. No. And you think when it came out, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. it had uh, eight gig of eight gig of memory for storage, a two megapixel yeah. camera, and a three and a half inch uh, LCD screen. Um, and yeah, when you look at it compared to the today's iPhones, yeah, it does look laughable. But when you consider what it compared to at the time, was it feature phones, flip phones? Uh, yeah. Well, and you know, realistically, the only real competitor was BlackBerry, wasn't it? In terms yep. of the, des- the design, and you know, they had no keyboard, n- nothing at all. It was it was novel, and yes, those early first iPhones weren't great. You know, let's be honest, they weren't great at all, you know. But it was it was the genesis, wasn't it? It was the start of what was to come. And I it know, was, I yep. and I don't just mean iPhone. I'm talking very much about the Android ecosystem as well. You know, it yep. was the precursor to all of that. Um, but yeah, I think so. The person who sold it, I think, didn't they? Didn't they think that they were kind of intrigued after another iPhone went for something like forty grand, wasn't it? Yeah. And then they they decided to put theirs up for sale. I mean, that's yeah. quite that's quite a return on investment. Uh, a ten thousand ten thousand percent return on investment. <laughs> Not bad. I mean, check your drawers, people. See if you've got any sealed iPhones. Not bad at all. Um, what did you see though? What was the other highest uh, paid for item on that particular auction? No, no. What was that? Uh, so the on that particular auction as well, there was another item we sold that day in their winter premiere auction. Was a Boba Fett action figure from Canada from okay. 1978 that went for twenty two thousand dollars. Wow! It was still in the plastic. It was basically brand new in box, kit from Kenner. You know. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was on, you know, the cardboard. Uh, oh, yeah, I just clicked the link. Oh, I remember those. Yeah, but did you see? Did you see that it's, you know, the bit where it clicked on the hanger, you know, like in the shop, yep. the toy shops? Um, it's, it's the little cardboard that it hasn't been pushed. It's it's perfect. Well, it hadn't even been pushed through. Yeah, I know no, what you mean. No. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Absolutely stunning, I think is the right word, isn't it? I think it's the oh man, yeah. All, all my ones of these are just destroyed from when I was a kid and played with them all. Yeah. <laughs> There's no mint in anything, just I just I'm blown away by it, blown away by how good that is. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, how I just I have one question it's like, how and it was two dollars 99 cents. The, the price, yeah. the price ticket's still on it, unbelievable. 
Unbelievable. Right then, to finish us off then today, uh, I did say the Tech Rat rumor mill would be back soon, but actually there was one, one rumor such that uh, we'll talk about. Uh, so the rumor we've got this week is an Apple one. Yes, I know, I know. Yep. Um, that iMessage then is going to have voice notes? What, like WhatsApp? Well, no. The idea here, here, here is if you're sending an iMessage, as the recipient, uh, you can have it read aloud in the sender's voice. I'm sorry. Apparently, it'll be some kind of tech that allow it to reproduce the sender's voice. So the recipient can go, I want to hear it as, I know you sent me a message, Jay. I want to hear Jay's voice. So it will read it aloud to me in your voice. But how does it know? <clears throat> I don't know. <laughs> but that's the pattern. <laughs> okay. So I'm guessing somewhere you need to, a bit like Face ID, you probably are yep. going to need to upload... Read a couple of sentences, blah, 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 and it will figure out to how to a, replicate your voice. Yeah, to get a voice imprint, yeah? Yeah. Okay. This is That is freaky. I mean... Yep. Why not just send a voice note? Yeah, I mean, if this I mean, comes off, Jay, I just need to write my notes, and we can just let the phones do the podcast. That's why I'm like, what am, what am I missing here? I'm like, what, what, I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's something really glaringly obvious that I don't get here, but I'm like, why not send a voice note? That's, that's a bit. The well, uh, yes, I suppose so, but uh, <laughs> bit of an odd one. I mean, it probably may never come to light, but it's a painter that they've just, they've built, isn't it? That they're obviously thinking about it. Yeah. Are, well, yeah, and Apple do do a lot. I mean, Apple are thinking. I mean, uh, Apple have a whole, um, whole what was it? Exploratory ideas group. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, that that comes up with you know new tech. Uh, they're the people that design, you know, like you know the battery tech and all that kind of yep. stuff. And you know, so I'm guessing they probably are working on this. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, who knows? So they've been apparently. I did read the other day that this new group is they are the ones that have managed to get the glucose monitor working for the Apple Watch. Ah, brilliant! However, it, apparently at the minute it's the size of a house brick. <laughs> oh, okay. So size is a problem. But if this is the team, you know, look, <clears throat> this is the same team that worked on other technology. Yeah. I'm pretty confident they can shrink that, you know. Um, but yeah, so this, that's that's interesting. Okay, so that's that's a puzzling way to do it. Talking of iMessage all as well, though, uh, you can now use iMessage, kind of, on a Windows 11 PC. You can. Well, you could before, but this this is officially sanctioned by Microsoft, not Apple. I'm gonna say here. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah. Go so this is the latest insider build of the. Is it Phone Link app? That's right, yes, in the insider builds, yeah. It's always been pretty nerfed on iOS. It was designed for Android originally, so you could then take calls and messages, etc., link to your Android phone. But now they're starting to bring some of those features for iOS to it. So you should be able to read and send messages using it. But you can already do that. So if you've got a certain, I think, 22H2 build or Windows, so the latest official build, uh, I think you need a certain Intel laptop or an Intel chip or whatever. You can go and download the Intel Unison app, I think it's called, from the store. And you'll be able to do the same thing there. I mean, I've tried it uh, on my personal laptop. works lovely. 
Okay, cool. Yeah, because I, I mean, I've been running a few of the Insider builds. Um, yeah. I haven't tried the phone app. I've never been a big fan of it. No. As you say, previously it was Android only um, or designed purely for Android. Uh, but yeah, if you're on the Insider build, um, you go to Windows Update, Insider Program, you can either choose any one of the channels, so Dev Beta or Release Preview. Um, I would yeah. say if you go down this road, your mileage may vary, but if you choose Dev, you are running at the bleeding edge. Um, so it's entirely entirely of your own doing if you want yeah. to go down that road. But it's certainly, you know... It, it does work um yeah and it's one way i guess of having having it on your windows pc if you choose to do so uh, yeah i'd love yes. an apple sanctioned proper one but um yeah. yeah that's not that's not gonna happen this week um <laughs> no, no. <laughs> maybe once we get iMessage on android we'll get it maybe so well that's probably a good place for us to wrap up for this week so we will very likely be back next week now the reason i'm saying this is uh carl and i are both going to be um in the united states next week for work so we have decided we're going to try and attempt yes the word attempt um attempt oh i just realized something i didn't i forgot the rumor mill oh, i was no. waiting for the jingle i was like all right he's just gonna talk for it <laughs> no this is what happens when you have a week off I tell I you, it just all goes to pots. So. Oh, right. Where was it? Yes. Yeah, so next week, episode one twenty six. Yeah, we're going to be in the US. Um, we're going to be in the same location. Um, so yep. we're going to attempt to do a live recording. Now, not live as in the sense of a live stream, but a live recording um, of the show uh, from our, our our location in the United States. Um, so what I will say now is we're going to apologize up front uh, for any particular audio issues that may attempt to happen um, as we do this lo in the same vicinity. Um, and we're also going to make it a different show. So we're going to pause some of the stories next week um, and we'll probably have a bit more of a uh, shorter show uh, yeah. talking about probably some of the tech uh, that's you know local to where we are and kind of those things as well. But we are will be back for episode 127 uh, for, as we say, our regular scheduled programming. Of course, we still are on Twitter, unlike many other people. So you can find us at Weekly TechRamp and all of our show notes at techramp.online. And of course, wherever you get your podcast. So if you tell your friends, uh, you can find us on pretty much all of the platforms. So I've been Jay. I've been Carl. Have a good day, everyone. And I'll remember the intro music and expo. <laughs> <laughs>